best games. A lob and a one oh, baby. The best stories. Both teams respect each other. It's good rivalry. The best area high school sports coverage. Overtime in the Division One semifinal. This is Zimbrick Honda's presentation of Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Sectional final time from Watertown High School as we get ready for Oregon and West Tosa Central. The winner heading to the Cole Center next week. How you doing, everybody? Happy Saturday. Alex Strofe with you. We'll be joined shortly by my broadcast partner, Dennis Semrau, live from Watertown High School as we get you set for a big one today. How about a stat of the day? Each team in this game has won 15 or more straight games. Between the two. 31 straight wins for West Tosa Central and Oregon. One of those streaks will end today. One of them will continue and lead them to the Cole Center. Excited to be joined now by my broadcast partner, Dennis Semrau. Is it the best week in high school sports, Dennis? I think so. The best day. The best day. We love the sectional final. And this gym is packed with about 30 minutes to go until game time. It's packed to the brims already, Dennis. I know... uh, I know you had a little trouble getting back up here because it's so packed. The hallways um, are. <laughs> Waiting in line for the bathrooms. Waiting yep. in line. Never got my hot dog or brat. <laughs> it was too long to wait. Sorry to hear that. So, post game. But a big one nonetheless tonight. Oregon has won 16 in a row. 23-4 and four overall. The number two seed here in the Division II sectional final. West Tosa Central, the top seed. 24-2, and two, an undefeated season in conference play. Members of the Southern Lakes Conference. And they are riding a 15-game win streak themselves, Dennis. Both of these teams are state eligible. Both of these teams are state good, but only one of them is going to get there next week. Yeah, that's uh, the shame about it. That tell you, that's why when you get to state, it's all icy. This is the one, the hardest game to get over the hump, and then you get a week of celebration. Yeah, yeah you, you know, do. Pep rallies, the bus trip, the hotels. Even though some coaches will say it's nice to be close to home, and no, part of the tournament is you being on the hotel. road. You got to get a hotel. Get a, get a hotel room and <laughs> staying up all night and doing all the stuff you shouldn't be doing. <laughs> I love it. Your kids enjoy. We'll, we'll get a bit into a game preview in just a second. I want to tell you about our great friends over at Zimbraconda for nearly 50 years. Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com to search current inventory. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on 100.5 ESPN. The ESPN app and Wisconsin on demand. Alex Strofe alongside Dennis Semrau as we get you ready for top-seeded West Tosa Central taking on second-seeded Oregon. The winner will head to state and the state semifinals beginning Thursday at the Cole Center in Madison. We'll have coverage of those games Friday as well as every state championship game on Saturday right here on 100.5 ESPN. And one of those, one of these teams is going to be there. Let's start with the two seed, Dennis. The Oregon 3-4 and four overall on the air. 4-2 and two in their pod in the Badger West. 10-4 and four conference record overall. Head coach Chris Siebert, his fourth year at Oregon, a Baraboo grad. There was talks that maybe this game would be played at Baraboo, but uh, no home court advantage today for Chris Siebert, but nonetheless, a really stacked Oregon squad. He got there for sec- for the uh, 
sectional semi. That's he did. where they were on Thursday. That's where they were, and, uh, and uh, they reigned victorious. And unlike Division One, where they see the whole sectional together, they see the north and the south. So uh, Oregon is the number two seed, but they already have knocked off a number one seed in DeForest, 74-71 in the sectional semifinal. It was Tosa Central at uh, 24-2, the top team in the southern or south part of the bracket. And I uh, got to see them four years ago, their only team, only trip to state. That game was played at Oregon against Monona Grove. Yeah. And MG had some high hopes of going to state, and that was dashed pretty quickly. It was a very good Wistosa Central team making their debut. Unfortunately, they ended up losing uh, the first game at state to Kokana, which went on to win the Division II title that year. They were good so, that year. Kokana yeah. was. That was, a, that was a fun year at state. I know exactly what year you're talking about, Dennis. But... Uh, this Oregon team, really solid. They've got two guys averaging over 15 points per game, both seniors. Ryan Panzer, who we uh, had as one of our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Weeks a couple weeks back. And Deacon Bush averaging 15.6 and over five rebounds per game. Ryan Panzer, about 19 points a game, four rebounds and four assists per game. So these are the workhorses for this Oregon team, Dennis. Yeah, but I'll tell you, Evan Miles, uh, one of those kind of players, or Chris Siebert said, He's not the fastest. He's not the biggest six-foot junior guard, uh, but he just makes plays. And uh, he's going to be an impact player as a senior next year on both football and basketball, according to the coaches. Yeah. But averaging six points, shooting 50% from the field. And uh, Casey Schenecker, seen him do some really good work inside. Struggled early with the year with a shot, but he's been shooting well over 60% uh, the last couple of months, uh, shooting 57%. And then... Uh, Probably the most underrated player in the conference, according to Coach Chris Siebert, Jack Jackson Brockman. Got honorable mention on conference. Thought he would have gotten better. He's only averaging 4.5 points a game, which people say, okay, well, he's not scoring. Yeah, but he's averaging six rebounds, 6.5 assists. He's hit 23s, uh, 67% free throw shooter. One of those glue kind of guys. So that's a very good starting lineup. And when you look at uh, Deacon Bush, second game of the, what was it, the uh, fourth game of the season against Monona Grove. That was an 80-67 to 67 win. Well, he had half of those. He had 40 in that game. Yeah. So he can put up points. In it. And you know, normally you don't see one of your leading scorers being your top defensive player. But Bush will be the one that's going to have to be guarding uh, the, the top gun for Wistosa Central, Jack Rose, who's averaging almost 21 points a game. So that'll be an interesting matchup to see what Deacon does, how hard he's got to work on defense, and yeah. how much that might affect his offense. Well, let's flip over to West Tosa Central. You mentioned Jack Rose, the Southern Lakes player of the year, averaging over 20 points per game, over six rebounds a game. This guy's been phenomenal. A 39% three-point shooter leads the team in three-pointers this year. He's been terrific. He's got to play somewhere next year. You'd think he's had some offers. Coach said uh, this time of the year where you're concentrating more on finishing your high school season. So I'm sure he'll be playing down the road. But he's actually a four-sport athlete. When he started out in high school, he played baseball. He was an all-conference football player a year ago. This year he was honorable mention all-state in volleyball. And wow. uh, so you talk about an athlete. Uh, <laughs> an athlete. 6'4", shooting guard, 80% uh, free throw shooter. I think he's going to be handling the ball a lot down the stretch. I don't think you that's think? probably yeah. a good good estimation yeah. by you there, Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Their, their point guard, Devin Griffin, and uh, forward Kenny Garth, those three guys, along with Rose, have started since their sophomore year. All the group together, and then you added Michael Mulholland, uh, 6'4", senior, who's also a returning starter. He's going to be playing baseball at Wichita State, an outstanding pitcher. Yeah. So you've got four solid athletes right there, and then Wyatt Anderson, 
who uh, provides some uh, points and rebounds, averaging seven points and seven boards a game. Uh, he provides a lot of the intangibles inside. That's a very solid starting lineup. And you have uh, everybody shoots better than 62% from the line. And you've got, I said, Rose at 80 and then Garth at 79%. And it could come down to free throw shooting at the end. Uh, we always say uh, it's not what happens at the end of the game necessarily, but what are you doing? Are you two for seven from yeah. the line in the first half? Are you missing front ends and one-on-ones? Uh, you've got to get those free points, and whoever you know can uh, corral those today uh, could walk away with the gold ball. Or, or the, what do you call it, gold plaque? It's, gold uh, gold it's plaque. plaque, yeah, yeah. You don't and get the gold ball medals. yet, but that's the next week. Ball's next week, right. Yeah, that's still on the line. One of these teams is going to get a crack at winning said gold ball. It's West Tosha Central. It's Oregon in a sectional final game from Watertown High School. We've still got a bunch to come here in our pregame coverage. do want to tell you, though, about our friends at Stoughton Trailers. There's big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers has hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities, including painters, welders, assemblers, and more. For open opportunities, head to stowjobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. We've got our Pizza Pit keys to the game, our Stoughton Health starting lineups, and our UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week. That's all to come right here on Zimbra Honda's Prep Mania on 100.5 ESPN. Looking back to Watertown High School as we get ready for a sectional final between West Tosa Central and Oregon. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau on hand with you as we about 12 minutes away from this one. Uh, before we get back to this game, though, I do want to tell you, uh, Division 5 Girls State Final has just gone final as Randolph will raise the gold ball at the Rush Center in Green Bay, a final over Assumption, 47 to 31. Randolph, your Division 5 state champion in girls basketball. UW Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions designed for you. You can learn more at uwcu.org. That's uwcu.org. Or this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week is Gunther Switzer from McFarland High School. Here he is with the Dean, Dennis Semra. Our ESPN Madison UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Gunther Switzer of McFarland High School. Thank you. Uh, it's great to be here. Now, wrestling, uh, you start out your freshman year, you get four wins. This year, not only do you make it to state, you make it on the podium. What was it like to be up on the podium looking over the call center crowd? It was an amazing experience. Um, it was a it was a great crowd up there. It was uh, it was just it, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Um, and just to know that I was the first person to do it in the program, um, it was just a, it was a super invigorating experience. And I know it was really inspiring for the team. The, the youth program got started there. Now that's over, I think, 130 uh, kids in the program. You've gone through the youth program, and now on the podium, what does your presence at State do for the your teammates that are coming back and also for the program? I, I think it, it sets a standard. You know, I think uh, it, it shows people in my program what's possible, um, and, it, and it sets a bar for them for them to beat next year, which is which is always a good thing. It, it shows that the program is growing, um, and it shows that it's going to continue to grow in the future. Now, you get through the consolation bracket, you get to Saturday, okay, now you're going to play. It doesn't matter what happens in those matches. You get pinned, and you could have said, okay, well, I'm up there. 
fifth or sixth, but you had to go out with a win and you got the win. What was it like to, to wrestle that match and to feel that you know your last match was a W? It, it felt really good, you know, um, you're right, you know, look, looking at Saturday, I, uh, there, there was that thought in the back of my head, you know, you, you can, you know, even if you lose, you still place, but, you know, and then you get on the mat and you say, but I can win, so, and then you go out and, and you wrestle, you wrestle just the best you can, and, uh, and then great things happen at the end there, um, and then you, you just win your final match, and that, that felt great within itself, it's going to be something that, I'm going to have to stick with me for the rest of my life. Now, you're a solid student athlete. You, 34 on the, uh, you got a 34 on the S, uh, SAT. Is that the perfect score? Um, it's not quite a perfect score, but it is, it is extremely close. Um, I can't remember how close I was, but I know I was, in, I was within maybe 10 questions of making a perfect score. So it's, it's definitely another thing that I'm just extremely proud of. Well, you take the uh, the term student athlete seriously. And you list your parents as, as your role models. What have kind of impact have they had on you? They're they're extremely hardworking people. They're very good with priorities. Um, they're very goal oriented, and that that really just stuck with me, especially um, when I was studying for the ACT. Uh, the ACT it, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of time, and and just having those people around me, um, my mom and my dad, and even my sister too. Uh, they. They're all just great people to have when I'm, when I'm really working for a big goal like this or like wrestling or just anything I want to do in my life. For our ESPN Madison Union Student Athlete of the Week, Gunther Switzer from McFarland High School. Gunther, congrats and have a great rest of your senior year. Thank you. That's this week's UW Credit Union Student Athlete of the Week, Gunther Switzer of McFarland High School. A nice outing for him in this wrestling season alongside the Dean Dennis Semrau. I'm Alex Struff. Once again, New Devil Credit Union's online and mobile banking goes above and beyond with top-rated service and security that exceeds industry standards. Explore innovative and intuitive ways to manage your money anytime and anywhere. UW Credit Union's in-house team of engineers and developers create digital banking solutions that are designed for you. You can learn more at uwcu.org. That's uwcu.org for UW Credit Union. We've got some pizza pit keys to the game. We'll dive into those in two minutes. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on the man. Welcome back into Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania here on ESPN Madison. Alex Schroff alongside the Dean of Area High School Sports, Dennis Semrau. We're live from Watertown High School. Big game feel in this gym. It's packed to the brims, and we've still got about 10 minutes until tip-off. It's time now to dive into our Pizza Pit keys to the game for each team. West Coast of Central taking on Oregon with a chance to go to state on the line. One of these teams will be representing Division II at the Kohl Center next week. For over 50 years, Pizza Pit has been delivering fast, fresh, and hot pizza. Pizza Pit isn't just pizza, though, and Dennis will tell you best. They serve breadsticks, pizza fries, wings, gyros, and sub sandwiches. Dennis's favorite with eight area locations. You can't go wrong. And now Pizza Pit is even easier to order on the app, which you can download today. And, of course, don't forget the cookies. Or the ice cream. Dennis, let's get into the Pizza Pit keys to the game. We'll start first with the quote-unquote road team. 
West Tosa Central. What's their keys to the game? An hour and a half to get here, I was told. So, okay, the road team. We have to take care of the ball and handle their pressure. It's according to Coach James Heilberg. Rebound well and limit the second and third uh, shots and make free throws and make good decisions with the ball. Don't get too high, too low. Be impatient, rush shots. Just make that good decision. Make the pass to make the pass to make the shot. And for Orga. Rebound well, again, limits second chances. Both these teams crash the boards, get a lot of points in the paint and off, uh, off rebounds. Don't turn the ball over. Obviously, turnovers lead to transition points for Central. And make the easy play. Again, keep it simple, stupid, right? Exactly. Kiss the kiss, the kiss method. method. Don't get too crazy out there. Just do what got you here. No doubt about it. Two really good teams. Oregon, 23-4 and four overall. They've won 16 in a row. West Tosha Central, 24-2 and two overall. They've won 15 in a row. One of those streaks comes to an end today. One of those streaks will be extended, and they're riding it into the Kohl Center next week. Talk about a big game field, Dennis. The Oregon Panther is in the building. The mascot is in the building. That's the first time I've seen a mascot all season long. Go Panthers. <laughs> Oh, my wife. Hey, you're loves, not supposed to be biased. My, my wife loves Panthers, so I got her a, a, a Panther mug. It's a Carolina Panther, but that's okay. It was a Panther on us. So Nobody needs to know that. Nobody needs to know that, Dennis. Uh, that, uh, it, was, it was a Carolina Panther. We'll just call it a Panther. It's a Panther. It's a Panther. That's what we're going for. Oh, man, what an exciting, exciting game. And as I mentioned, I mean, we, we've got about five minutes from game time here at Watertown High School. And, the stands are just packed all the way to the ceiling at just about floor to ceiling on, on the side opposite from us and right in front of us each uh, fan section, Oregon and West Tosa Central, just about packing it all the way up to us here in the press box, Dennis. It is a, this is a big game feel, as it should be here in the sectional final. I'm glad we are where we are because the students are all standing. If we were sitting right behind, but we're raised up here in the press box. Uh, so uh, that's good. Students should be able to stand. Agreed. The but whole game. Keep waiting for the old people stand up. You know, we get that at the call center. You know, you get that at the high schools, too, where the kids are like, hey, get some excitement. But we will have somebody storm in the court. And guarantee that. Uh, that's what happens when you make that last step to the uh, call center. And it is the call center. It'll be the first time in three years we'll be back there. That's true. Yeah, no tournament in 2020. Last year it was in lacrosse and Oshkosh. The, the last time Oregon made it was 2000, and that was Kevin Bavery, the Middleton coach, was coaching Oregon at the time. And that at that point was a school record, 22 wins. Well, the win over uh, DeForest on Thursday night in the sectional semis, win number 23 for the Panthers. So a record-setting season, wow. and they'd like to to be uh, first time in 22 years at state. So we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. Each team taking their respective baseline as we get ready for the playing of the high school. Your Stoughton Health starting lineups and tip-off is coming up next right here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, the sectional final edition right here on 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app and Wisconsin On Demand. Don't you dare change that dial. Some people call me the space cowboy. He's the Joker, Dennis Semrau. I'm Alex Grove. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of the sectional finals right here on Prep Mania. And it is time now to meet our Stoughton Health starting lineups. Nobody plans on getting injured, but when you do, you need help to get back on as we have locations in both Stoughton and Oregon. 
so it's convenient for your recovery. You can learn more at stonehealth.com. Stonehealth, creating excellence together. Let's meet our starting lineups. Dennis first for West Tosha Central. The Falcons under coach James Heidelberg in his seventh season. At point guard, number one, Devin Griffin, a senior. At a forward, number 11, Kenny Garth, a senior. At another forward, a 6'4 senior, Michael Mulholland. The shooting guard is senior Jack Rose, wearing number 24, having a huge year, averaging over 20 points per game and rounding out the West Tosa Central starting lineup. Is a junior forward, number 33, Wyatt Anderson. On the Oregon side, the shooting guard, senior, number 10, Ryan Panzer, averaging over 18 points per game. The forward, who's a senior, number 15, Deacon Bush, averaging over 15 points per game. A junior guard, number 23, Evan Miles. A junior forward, number 30, Casey Schenecker. And the point guard is a senior, number wearing number 44, Jackson Brockman, the starting five for head coach Chris Siebert in his fourth year as the head coach of the Oregon Panthers. It's go time from Watertown High School here in a sectional final, Dennis. Awesome introductions. Here we go. National anthem was sung by some relative of Jackson Brockman. Older sister, pretty young looking for his mom. Yeah. Knocked it out of the gym. Yeah, that was a great Beautiful anthem. Beautiful rendition. Great anthem, and we are ready to go. The tip is up, and we are underway in a sectional final as West Tosa Central wins the opening tip. Devin Griffin, the senior point guard, will bring it up for the Falcons. Passes it right wing for Rose. Back to Griffin in the left wing. Top of the key, Rose spinning and trying to set something up. He's defended tightly by Deacon Bush. Left wing now, Rose pump fake, steps in, steps back, short corner for a long two, no dice as it's just a bit short. Back the other way now, Oregon back on offense here as Ryan Panzer has it on the left wing high. Splits two defenders, bounce pass to the top of the key for Jackson Brockman. Brockman. Back to Panzer on the left wing. He kicks it left corner for Bush. Bush will pull it up. Reset things. Bounce pass against the 1-3-1 press. Or zone, excuse me. Brockman. Oh, boy. We're playing soccer. That ball just got punted to the other side of the court as Jackson Brockman looked to do a bounce pass, and it was kicked away by Wyatt Anderson. It flew the other end of the gym, Dennis. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, you play soccer? Huh? Oh, hey, uh, if you play soccer, it's an advantage playing basketball. I'll tell you, see the court. But you can use your hands <laughs> in basketball, of course. Back to work now for the Oregon offense as Ryan Panzer has it left corner. Kicks it opposite side for Brockman. Now inside for Miles. For Schenecker now. Back top of the key for Bush. Right wing Brockman. Inside to high to Evan Miles, who's rejected by Griffin. And here comes Devin Griffin. Kicks it forward for Jack Rose in the left corner of the court. They've got it set up on the left side. Griffin throwing out calls to his offense as they set things up. Alley-oop attempt up and good as Kenny Garth lays it in on the right side. A nice pass from Devin Griffin from the top of the key. And West Tosa Central has struck first. 2-0, 16-26 to play in the first half. Excellent feed. We're looking for the dunk off of that, but just made the layup. That's good enough. Points are points, right, Dennis? You bet. Don't get too creative out here. Back to work now for the Panthers offense. Here's Deacon Bush on the right wing. He's going to drag it out once again to the top. The 1-3-1 zone still intact here for the West Tosha Central defense. Panzer on the right block. Loses the basketball, but a late whistle. And James Heilberg, the head coach of West Tosha Central, says, what? Why the late whistle? 
the Wisconsin Central fouls, number 33, Wyatt Anderson. First, the team's first. It's on Wyatt Anderson. That's the first foul of the game. So, West Central with one, Oregon with zero. Yeah, uh, Oregon's struggling here trying to solve this 1-3-1. One, one. You're going to see a 2-3 and a 3-2 zone. And maybe some man-to-man some man -man here at some point here for Central. And Wyatt Anderson Another just kicked kick. the ball again. I bet the soccer coach will be on the phone right after this game if he's not already in that program. Hey, whatever you got to do, <laughs> knock the ball away. Knuckles, feet, head. Wait for the first header of the game. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah. we know that he's committed to soccer. Yeah, no doubt. Panzer, wide open for a three on the right wing. Yes, sir. Ryan Panzer. It's 3-2 to two, Oregon on top of West Tosa Central early in this sectional final. Rose now for the Falcons on the left wing. Kicks it top for Griffin. Griffin waits for Garth to cut outside right wing. Now he'll dribble. Steps back. Loses his defender for three. Yes! Kenny Garth with all five points for West Tosa Central here early. 15 minutes to play in this first half. It's 5-3 Falcons lead. Great step back. Ryan Panzer, anything you can do, I can do better as he hits a three at the top of the wing. It's six to five. Oregon takes back the lead on the second three from their shooting guard, Ryan Panzer. I know both teams like to shoot the three, but three of our first four baskets are threes. Miles just picked up his first foul here for Oregon. So the inbound now for West Tosha Central underneath their own basket. Griffin to inbound. He's looking, analyzing, and a bounce pass in just in time to Mulholland. Mulholland will bring it back top of the key, hands it off to Garth, who's standing right in front of the scorer's table. Mulholland kicks left wing. Jack Rose now using his dribble, kicks left corner for Griffin. Griffin for three. No, it's short. And oh no, Panzer touched it late. It'll stay there as it went out of bounds. And Panzer knew it too there, Dennis. He put his hands on his head as soon as he tipped it and it went out of bounds. Yeah, one of those trying to reach to save it should have just let it go. But you never know if, if somebody else had touched it. Got to go for it. Inbound Griffin to Mulholland. Mulholland misses a short layup. He airballed it, but Jack Rose on the follow-up is up and good on the right side of the basket. So it's 7-6. to six. West Hosha Central takes the lead back. Panzer now, pump fake on the left wing as he's in double coverage. Goes back to Panzer after he passes to Brockman. Back to Brockman on the right wing. Now right corner. Deacon Bush for three. No, rebounded by. And back to West Tosa central direction as they have a three-on-two opportunity here. Bounce pass to Devin Griffin up and good on the left side. Use the glass. It's 9-6 to six now. West Tosa central with the lead. First uh, fast break option of the day. Took advantage of it. Here's a pump fake on the left wing for Miles. Miles kicks it back outside. Now back to the right corner for Schenecker, who sinks a triple. It's 9-9. Nine nine. All nine of Oregon's points have come from beyond the arc. And oh, man. Mulholland controls right wing. Bounce pass inside for Rose once again. Kicked away. It was kicked, but uh, inadvertently tried to pass it between the legs of uh, Bush. Brandon Kearns has checked in for the first time for Oregon. Coming off the bench, the 
senior forward, six foot four, averaging about eight points per game off the bench. Brandon, his brother, he's number five. His brother, twin brother, Bryce, number four. That won't get confusing at all. No. And they uh, they are identical, is my understanding. Yes. Here's a three-point attempt for West Tosha Central. Griffin misses long. Offensive rebound by Anderson as he puts it back up on the left side. Put too much mustard on the Panthers. It's poked away, and then a foul as Devin Griffin picked it up and tried to speed the other way. The foul will go against Oregon, and that'll be the second on them. It's on Deacon Bush. That's his first foul. Once again, the second on Oregon. West Tosa Central with one foul here with 12.58 to play in the first half. We've got a tie ball game. It's 9-9 here in this sectional final. One of these teams is headed to the Cole Center next week. Try to fight for a gold ball. Uh, John Kinsler, number 21, six-foot junior, just checked in for Central. He is instant offense off the bench. So uh, expect to see some points here, averaging five points a game. Here's a... Backdoor cut and pass to Jack Rose, who went up strong but was fouled hard as he went up. No basket, but he will go to the charity stripe, shooting two. Foul will go against Kearns, who just checked in, as we mentioned. Jack Rose will now go to the free throw line. He's an 80% free throw shooter this season, averaging over 20 points per game. Looking for points three and four. Here's the first free throw. It's up, and it is off the front of the iron. No good. All-conference wide receiver as a junior in football and all-conference all, honorable mention all-state in volleyball this year. Uh, Oregon coach Siebert said he is a special shot maker. Will it take the lead? Here's the second free throw up and nothing it. but net for Jack Rose, who now has three points. It's 10-9. to West Tosa Central leads Oregon. 12.44 to go in this first half. Panzer brings it up for the Panthers, kicks it left wing. Kearns back to Brockman top of the key. Brockman, quick bounce pass just to his right for Panzer. Kick left wing for Kearns for three. Rattles out. No good. Rebounded there by Wyatt Anderson. And here come the Falcons. Griffin on the other end for three. Man, oh man. That transition offense for West Tosa Central has been potent here early. It's 13 to 9. As Panzer sets things back up for the Panthers offense. Kicks right wing for Kearns. Kearns pivots. Brings it back top of the key. Hands it off to Brockman. Back to Kearns on the right wing for three. That one's a bit long. Bounces off the top of the basket. And we get a dead ball whistle. Jack Rulsey will check in for the first time for Oregon. Both teams have four players each who've made at least... 23 pointers this year. Wow. Uh, for Central, Jack Rose has the green light. He's attempted 177, made 69 coming in. Hasn't shot one yet, but I imagine that'll happen as this game it's progresses. 11:40 to play in the first half. It's 13-9. Falcons in front of Panthers in this sectional final at Watertown. Using that big body of his, Wyatt Anderson drives the lane left side and gets fouled. Lowered the shoulder and went up and was fouled on the way up. So he'll go to the line shooting two now. The foul goes against Jackson Brockman. That is his first and the fourth on Oregon here in this first half. Central still only with one foul, which is good for them as we still have 11 and a half minutes to play in this first half. 
First shot up and good for Anderson. Anderson earned honorable mention uh, Southern Lake Conference honors this year. Uh, he's going to he provide size and rebounding. You can see the side that brings to the game out there. Second free throw up and good for Anderson, which extends the West Hosha lead. 15-9, the largest of the game so far. 11.28 to go now in this first half. Inside, a look for Jack Rulesay as he couldn't hang on to the basketball. Brockman rifled it in there with two hands, and Rulesay just couldn't come away with it. It goes out of bounds, and the ball goes back to West Hosha Central now. Got to eliminate those turnovers, Dennis. Yep, uh, waste, you know, empty possessions. Need to at least get a shot down. Top of the key, Rhodes kicks it left corner for Garth. Garth takes a step inside the arc, pulls, and doesn't connect. Touch on that one. Nice spin move by Deacon Bush, but he lost his feet. Falls to the ground at center court, and it's picked up by Garth, who laid out on the floor, and he goes out of bounds. So the ball will stay with Oregon, but a hectic sequence there with 11.04 to go in the first half. I know Dennis is uh, giddy because he likes when people are scrappy like that oh, in basketball. I like I love when they're getting on the floor going for the ball. Those 50-50 balls, those you got to have a lot of effort for if you want to get that edge. Kearns underneath oh. gets a nice pass, but he is unable to connect on that one. Offensive rebound by Schennecker, and then he's blocked. Once again, here comes West Tosha Central. A wide open three in the corner for John Kinsler, unable to connect. Rebound long, rebounded by Panzer, who brings it up for Oregon. Past the 10-second line. He's at the top of the key, looking, analyzing. Kicks it right side for Brockman. Brockman looked inside, and he turned it over. Two, three on one opportunity here for West Tosha. Lost the ball, picked back up, and up and in for Kenny Garth. Kenny Garth. He's got seven points already, does Garth. And now it's 17-9, to the largest lead of the game. This is an 8-0 run for West Tosa Central. A three-pointer on the other end for Kearns doesn't connect. Goes off the back of the iron and bounces long. And now West Tosa take their time bringing the ball up. Everybody has their one finger in the air, Dennis, setting up some sort of play here as Griffin kicks it to Garth. Garth will bring it across the three-point line on the right side of the floor. Jumps, kicks back outside for Griffin on the left side. He's at the top of the key now, dribbling with the left hand. Four-out offense. I'm trying to spread the floor here a little bit. Oregon sticking with a man-to-man. Kinsler, top of the key for three. No, just an unfortunate bounce. I thought it was going to fall, but it doesn't. Kearns snatches up the free ball, kicks it top of the key to Brockman. Back right wing for Kearns. Now inside for Schenecker. Who's fouled underneath. Defense for Central, just the second team foul. Goes against Kenny Garth, that's his first. Schenecker now at the charity stripe, makes the first. Shooting only 54% from the line this year is Casey Schenecker. It's a four minute scoreless uh, span snap there with that free throw. Five points now for Schenecker. Panzer with six, and that's all the scoring for Oregon thus far with 9.20 to go in the first half. It's 17-11. West Hosha Central leads Oregon in the from Watertown. Anderson, top of the key. Bounce pass inside for Rose, who goes up strong against two defenders. Can't connect, and then he fouls Schenecker on the rebound.
So Jack Rose just trying to find his rhythm here early, Dennis, as he's uh, he's got three points. A little hard off the glass, tried to bank bank it. Then the foul, uh, he got to keep him out of foul trouble just his first halfway through the first half. Miles controls for the Oregon offense, top of the key. Hands are on the right wing, kick left wing now, Brockman. Brockman analyzing, kicks it to the corner. That's where Schenecker is. Schenecker dribbles. In the corner now, Panzer. Panzer left corner, analyzing, brings it back top of the key. Stands on the Gosling at center court here at Watertown High School. Brockman setting things up. Bounce pass to Panzer. Back over. Here's a three-point attempt for Bush. Just short. Falls off the front of the iron and snatched away there by West Tosa Central. Back the other way now. A three-point attempt quickly by John Kinsler. That doesn't fall either. And now we're back to Oregon. Panzer. Kinsler in for his shooting. Missed two threes here. You got to make them. You want to stay in the game. Panzer wide open on the elbow. Pops it up for a long two. Can't get it to go, but Schenecker there for an offensive rebound. Here's a pump fake, and now a three ball for Panzer. That doesn't fall either. Three on two now for West Tosha Central in transition. Rose in the corner, uses his right hand, dribbles inside. Oh. No look, bounce pass to Griffin. He's rejected by Schenecker. And now the Panthers back on offense as Panzer carries it across the 10-second line. Kick to the corner for Bush. Back top of the key now for Panzer. Jackson Brockman now on the right wing. Holds the ball high over his head. Now throws it to the left wing where Evan Miles is. Miles carries it back to the right side of the court. Oregon six minutes at this point without a field goal. Panzer loses the ball underneath. He got he caught it just high of the block, and now it was stolen away. Now underneath for West Tosa Central. A missed layup by Kinsler now 0 for 3 on the day. And quickly sprinting the other way as Deacon Bush. He lost the basketball, so he went up for the layup, and that goes out of bounds. So West Tosa Central again, Dennis, will get the basketball up in Oregon turnover. We got a timeout here. Looks like for Central. Oh, Oregon got to save one. What are we going? 30 or full? Looks like a full to me. Uh, that gives me time to tell you about you the bet. great work at Zimbrick Honda for nearly 50 years. Zimbrick Honda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbrick Honda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbrick Honda in Madison today or check current inventory at ZimbrickHonda.com. 17-11, West Tosa Central leads Oregon in this sectional final. One of these teams is going to be represented at the state championships next week at the Cole Center in Madison. Only four teams in each division get there. Yeah, since Oregon's uh, three-pointer from Schenecker, that was at the 1342 uh, minute mark. So we've got six plus minutes. 0 for 8 from the floor, six turnovers. Wow. Wasted possessions. All they've been able to manage, two free throws by Schenecker. And they're still just down by six, still hanging in there. They're because, right in there, but yeah. you can't let that happen again, right? Nope. I mean, six minutes without a field goal, that, that ain't going to win him any ball games. 17-11, though, the score. West Hosha Central back with the basketball now with 7-10 to play. Oregon's playing solid man-to-man -man defense. Every shot that Central's getting is contested. Rose holds on the free throw line, spins, goes inside, blocked away by Deacon Bush, and Oregon gets the basketball. That's a momentum swinger if I've ever seen one. And then that's the matchup we wanted to see. Uh, Bush, the best defensive player 
for Oregon on the best offensive player for Central. Blocked the shot, blocked it off him, and Oregon gets the ball going the other way. It's a big play there by the senior Deacon Bush. And he controls on the left wing. Defended tightly here by Alex Sippy, who's checked in for the first time. Inside now, Miles in the paint. Kicks it back outside. Garth poked it away, but it goes out of bounds into the lap of an assistant coach on the West Tosha Central bench. Good effort. Uh, distinctive ponytail there for Garth. <laughs> Likes to see it flapping and sprinting down the court. I want to see you with one of those. <laughs> no. short corner to Schenecker. Schenecker uses his right hand to block. Kick. Corner Miles. Miles. Bounce pass to Brockman. Top of the key. Panzer for three. Yes! Right back into it as Ryan Panzer makes his third three of the first half. It's 17-14. to 14. Panzer's got nine. Central switch to a 2-3 zone in the last possession. Panzer found the opening up at the top of the key. Nice swish. Garth controls, using that left hand to advance. Kicks it left corner for Sippy, who shoots a three. That doesn't fall. Rebounded by Miles of Oregon. And here come the Panthers. Kick to Bush. Pump fake on the right wing. Back to Miles. Right corner for three. We've got a tie ball game in the sectional final. Evan Miles hits a big three to tie it up at 17 with five and a half minutes to play in this first half. And Coach said, not the biggest guy out there, but hit the big shot at the right time. Now Jack Rose just going to pull up from the free oh, throw line, yes. sinks it, nothing but net. That was a beauty. Money shot. 19-17. Falcons back in front of the Panthers. Underneath Brockman, stolen away by Rose, and here come the Panthers, or excuse me, the Falcons. Bounce pass, advancing to Sippy. A reverse layup with the right hand on the right side, up and good. Four-point lead now for West Tosa Central with five minutes to play in the first half. Central, Central getting some fast break points here today, beating Oregon down the court. That's the only way they be, they've been able to break down that defense. Yeah. Panzer doing a lot of the ball handling for Oregon. Gives it to Brockman, the point guard, in the right corner. Now advances to the left corner. Miles for three. Yes! Oh. Evan Miles, two threes in a row. And quickly back the other way, Kenny Garth just drives his way into the lane and puts up an easy layup to make it a three-point game. 23-20, West Tosha Central leads Oregon. Brockman pump fakes on the left wing, kicks right corner. Schenecker underneath, looks for Bush, and it's poked away again, stolen away by Jack Rose. The Southern Lakes Player of the Year, Rose, dribbling on the left side of the court. Spins around, inside, blocked again by Bush! My goodness! Deacon Bush sent that to the entrance 10 yards away. That was with authority. And as soon as he landed, puffed up the shoulders like, yeah, baby. That's a big block by Deacon Bush. He's got two of those already. He's scoreless offensively, but been huge defensively, holding Jack Rose to only five points thus far. You like those, but you like them better if you can block them off somebody yeah. like he did the previous one or keep it in play. But still, that is a momentum block right there. Timeout called, 30 seconds on the floor. 8-20, West Tosa Central leading Oregon in this sectional final from Watertown High School. Here on Zimberconda's presentation of Prep Mania, Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau with you. 
That's a good 30-second timeout. That's Oregon's first, so both teams have four remaining. It's a good Saturday for basketball, Dennis. Bunch of tickets will be punched to the state championships beginning Thursday at the Kohl Center today. Still cold outside, so we should be in a gym. Exactly. In a couple of weeks, we're going to want to be outside when baseball is back. Yeah, man. Looking forward to it. I'm happy. Ready for my Brewers to take off. <laughs> Westosha Central now on the inbound. Rose catches it left corner, advances back top of the key, hands it off to Sippy. Alex Sippy gives it back to Devin Griffin, the senior point guard. Griffin analyzing, calling out plays. Gives it to Garth on the right wing, poked away by Miles. Garth picks it back up and rifles it to the top of the key, Mulholland. Mulholland will hand it off on the left wing for Griffin. He takes it to the top of the key and nails a three-point. Devin Griffin's got eight points now. Averages about nine a game. He's got eight, three and a half minutes to go in the first. That was one of those, hey, why not? I'll take it. Panzer rifles it in the left corner for Brockman. He bounce passes oh. top of the key, and okay. it goes in between the legs of Casey Schenecker. Over and back. An over and back call as West Tosa Central will get the basketball. With a six-point lead, 3-16 to play in the first half. Oh, we went from a tie game and a lead to a three here is a nine-point deficit. Uh, that's how quickly Central can score. Yeah, and they've been doing that all game long, Dennis. Really impressive offense for this West Tosha Central team. Imagine if Deacon Bush didn't have those two boys. As this is stolen away from Kenny Garth. Kicked forward for Schenecker. That's stolen back by Alex Sippy of West Tosha. And they'll slow things down offensively as we are under three minutes to go in this first half. Sippy to Griffin this on the is, right side of the floor. This is where you want patience. Find a shot. Get a good shot. Garth hands it off to Rose. Rose goes up strong on the right side of the basket. Foul called. Believe it to go against Deacon Bush. That was a one-on-three there, but uh, attacking the rim. Actually goes against Casey Schenecker. So that makes Ryan Panzer the only Oregon starter without a foul. But you like it when they spread them around. Five fouls, five different players. Rose sinks the first of two. He's got six points now. And it's a seven-point Falcon lead, 27-20. Second is up and good. Shooter's touch. Nice. Nice rotation on the ball. Indeed. Back left corner now for Miles. Miles will drive with the right hand. Kicks it back top of the key for Panzer, who shoots a three. Doesn't go. Rebounded by West Tosa Central. Jack Rose comes away with it. Hands it off to Griffin on the opposite side. Free throw line. He'll slow things down as he brings it now across the midcourt line. Passes it to Rose. High right wing. Back to Griffin. Way top of the key. Back to Rose for three. No, just rattles out. And it'll go the Oregon direction as there was a bit of a scrum and it went out and the ball went out of bounds. But the referees say Oregon basketball. The Panthers trail by eight here, 28-20 with 2.05 to go in the first half. They're going to need a bucket here. Wyatt Anderson in position to get that one, but just cannot grab a handle. Ball goes out of bounds. Oregon's got to take advantage here. 
Panzer gets the ball rolled to him so the clock doesn't start immediately. Picks it up and drives strong down the right side of the lane. Puts up a shot high and it goes off the back of the iron. No good. Rebounded by the Falcons. Still 28-20. A minute 50 to go now in this first half. Oregon going on another little bit of a scoring drought, Dennis. Yes, they have. Uh, Central's doing a good job of denying uh, Oregon any paint looks. And here's a paint look for West Tosa Central as Michael Mulholland got the ball in the middle, missed the shot, rebounded by Oregon, and quickly sprinting back the other way. Miles on the right wing. Griffin and a whistle blown as Devin Griffin will be called for his first foul. What a reach and foul there. And that now makes Mike Mulholland the only West Tosa Central starter without a foul. Every other starter with one foul is West Tosa Central with four now. Just Inbound to Panzer. Throws up a shot high. Oh, it toilet bowled around and fell out. Unfortunate way the ball oh, bounces sometimes. That was a good look. He did everything he could except bank it off the glass. That might have put it in. Garth bounce pass inside here for Jack Rose, who fades away oh. on the right short corner, sinks Jack it. Rose. Beautiful shot there by Jack Rose, who has eight points now and extends the West Tosha Central lead to ten. A minute to go in the first half. How do you stop a fadeaway turnaround from a 6'4 guy? Uh-uh. No, not easy to do. Here's a three-point attempt for Oregon. Missed by Deacon Bush. And here an opportunity for West Tosha Central. As Kenny Garth drives, goes reverse on the right side and is unable to connect. Referees will decide which direction oh. the ball goes. It stays with West Tosa Central, Dennis. Oregon thought they knocked it off of off Griffin. And Siebert agrees. And uh, getting a little uh, Schenecker right there in the middle of the play. So now the referees get together. And reverse the call. Wow. That's why you get together, communicate. Somebody's got a better angle on it. you got to make that point. Well, the Oregon fan section was not very happy with the initial call there, as you could maybe hear them in the background chanting uh, something I won't repeat, but uh, they were not happy with that one. Was that the BS call? That was the BS call. Oh, it's something we hear a lot of times at Camp Randall Stadium. Yes, we do. 40 seconds to go now as Oregon has the basketball and trails by 10. They need a button on the left block. Lock stolen away by Garth. Here comes West Tosa Central. Bounce pass forward to Griffin up and good on the left side. 32-20 with 25 seconds to go in the first half. Kearns goes behind the back, top of the key. Drives, lost the ball again. Rose kicks it forward again to Griffin. Up and good on the right side. 14-point lead now for the Falcons. With 10 seconds to go in the first half. Ryan Panzer hands to Brockman, back to Panzer for three, up. Oh, and he airballed it. Offensive rebound, now again stolen away by West Tosa. Central Jack Rose throws up a late three. Oh, wow. What a run there to end the first half as Jack Rose sinks a three at the buzzer. Seven points in less than 30 seconds there. 37 to 20, your halftime score as Jack Rose has come alive. 11 points in the first half. Incredible run, taking advantage again, turn the ball over. Central got their fast break going back-to-back -back layups. And then three seconds left, Rose knew, he saw the clock, pulled up just outside the arc. 
and nothing but net. That was beautiful. For Oregon, though, Dennis, scoring droughts you just can't afford. Two of them, big ones there in the first half. Yeah, well, did not score the last uh, 4.32 of the, of the first half after a six-minute gap. So 10 minutes right there without That's a That's over half the half without points. Yep. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, not ideal position now for Oregon. They trailed by 10 with under a minute to go. All of a sudden, it's 17, 37 to 20. Your score at the break as West Tosa Central, just 18 minutes away from heading to state. We'll recap what happened in the first half. Preview what's to come in the second half. That's next right here on Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania 100.5 ESPN. Halftime in a Division II sectional final. West Tosa Central, 37, Oregon, 20. Oregon with the last four and a half minutes scoreless in this sectional final. Tough way to end the half. But West Tosa Central and Oregon still got 18 minutes to play. Winner of this game goes to the Cole Center next week to play for a gold ball. Other other scores in Division Two: a halftime score, Pewaukee 43, Wisconsin Lutheran 31. 43-31 Pewaukee over Wisconsin Lutheran. Pewaukee, didn't they win a state title in baseball and football? And now they have the opportunity to do so in basketball? Yep. That's crazy. Now speaking of winning state titles in baseball, a state runner-up in football, Sun Prairie not looking too good here at the half against top-seeded Brookfield East in Division One. Brookfield East 37, Sun Prairie 23, your score at halftime of that one. And girls basketball, Division Four state championship game up at the Rush Center in Green Bay. The halftime score there, Mineral Point 22, Laconia 16. The pointers of the six-point lead at halftime of that one at the Rush Center in Green Bay. So those are some of the area scores uh, that we'll keep an eye on here throughout. Some of the games being played in this matinee block here on Saturday. Uh, tonight, obviously, lots of games on as well. So uh, we'll keep an eye on those here on Prep Mania. But your halftime score here in Watertown, West Tosha Central 37, Oregon 20. Dennis, your halftime thoughts. We go back to the keys of the game and for Oregon, rebound well, limits second chances. Don't turn the ball over. 12 turnovers in the first half. Eight points, including four in the last 30 seconds off turnovers uh, for Central. And for Central, take care of the ball, handle the pressure, limit their second and third shots. Zero two-point shots made for Oregon. Between the 1-3-1 and the 2-3 zones that Central is showing, they are holding the Panthers to basically three mid-range and three-pointers, and uh, you've got, what is it, six three-pointers in the first half, but they cannot get the ball in the paint. Every time they do, they try to put it on the floor. Defense collapse. They either got to kick it out or they've turned it over. Right. 37-20, your score at the break. I mean, interesting one for Oregon is uh, they just they just let it slip away there at the end of the half, the last minute, a 7-0 run for West Tosa Central. Wasn't this game 23-20 to at one point? Well, it was... 21 uh, to 20, and then uh, so 16 0 run basically 16. Yeah, they got a fast break layup uh, from uh, Garth, and then that opened it up. Wow, uh, Griffin hit a key, uh, Griffin hit a three pointer, and then they had the back to back uh, 
where uh, Griffin got open for fast break layups and got fed once by Rose and the other time by Garth. And uh, they're taking advantage. You turn it over, Nick, Nick can turn it into points in the transition. And how quickly you go from, uh, wow, it's eight points. Oh, wow, it's double digits. Oh, it's 17. Yeah. Got to cut into it quick for Oregon. That's got to be the key to the second half for head coach Chris Siebert, Dennis. Got to cut into this lead fast. They got to work the ball inside, a little patience, and uh, find you know, get that zone offense in. Try to find ways to overload it so you can get some balls, some paint touches, get some easier shots, get to the line. The other's the free throws. It tells you Oregon two for two in the first half, five of six for Central. And Dennis, for Oregon in the first half, no two-point field goals. All threes and free throws. That's it. Just two and just two free throws, so they've only gotten to the line once. Bananas. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style if you're in the market for a new or used Honda. Visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. The second half just two minutes away. You're listening to Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania on ESPN Madison. Half action from Watertown High School in a sectional final as we get underway. Oregon will start with the basketball. And a turnover right away as Brockman passes it to the wrong team. Here comes Griffin on the fast break up and good. He's got 14 now. And the lead is now a game high 19, 39 to 20. Panzer on the right wing, hands it off to Brockman who shoots a three. Misses that, rebounded by Rose of West Tosa Central. And the Falcons with a 19-point lead and the basketball. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau on hand with you for Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, the sectional final edition. One of these teams headed to the Cole Center next week. West Tosa Central in the driver's seat right now as Griffin takes a long two. Air balls that. Offensive rebound up and good for Michael Mulholland, his first points of the night. 21-point lead for West Tosa Central. A foul call as Oregon got back on offense. That'll go against Kenny Garth. That's his second. And Oregon will set to inbound here again in front of their own bench. Inbound is to Ryan Panzer, who had nine in the first half, three three-pointers. Underneath now Bush, up and good. No, blocked away by Rose. And it'll go back to West Tosha. So Jack Rose gets one back, blocks Bush, and the ball goes out on Bush. You were talking about that last half, Dennis. I like to do. You want to make sure you can get the ball. Get a block, but you want possession. Sure do. Rose works it on the right wing. He works against Bush. Going to take it baseline. Steps back. Fades away. Ooh, just rattles out. Offensive rebound, though, here for Anderson. And his layup is up and good on the left side. This is a 6-0 run to start the first half. Overall, this is a 22-0 run. Between the two halves for West Tosa Central as Oregon again turns it over when they get on the offensive end. Brockman just unable to hang on to it. He'll check out. This is just not the Panthers' day now. Drew Kessenick has checked in for the first time for Oregon. That is the school football quarterback, Drew Kessenick as well. Comes off the bench here for the first time in the game. Rose against two defenders on the left wing. Kicks underneath. No look pass here for Anderson, who is fouled as he makes his way up on the left side. 
So he'll go to the free throw line now, shooting two. Fouls with 30. Is second, first. This is a 22-0 run that Wyatt Anderson is looking to extend. He adds to it, make a 23-0 run. 44-20 your score. <laughs> I don't think Oregon's gotten blitz like this all season. And he misses the second free throw, but an offensive rebound here for West Tosha Central, and it goes out of bounds. Nobody home to catch the pass from Michael Mulholland, who was on the floor. This is one of the bigger runs you'll see in high school hoops. 23-0 between the two halves. Number 23, Evan Miles controls, now drives, kicks it back outside. Here's a three-point attempt for Casey Schenecker. He gets it to fall. So the run ends at 23-0, and now your score is 23-44. West Tosa Central comfortably in the driver's seat, a 21-point lead with 15.40 to go. And Schenecker, who's going for his inside game, both his baskets are from three-point range. Back the other way now, a missed shot, and Oregon now with a three-on-two opportunity. Schenecker all the way to the rack is fouled. He'll go to the line. There you go. That's what they need to do, attacking the rim. Still 44-23. Now Schenecker will go to the line. First one, no good for Casey Schenecker. In a game for the Falcons, number 21, John Kinsler. And the second from Schenecker up, and that one rattles out. No good. West Tosha Central with the rebound. Anderson controls right wing, looking, analyzing, gives it up, top of the key. Mulholland back to Anderson now on the right wing. He drives, spins inside the paint, puts it up and in, but we've got a travel call against Wyatt Anderson. So Oregon will get the basketball back. Walking the dogs. Walking the dogs indeed. Here's a drive by Bush, and he's fouled as he went up with it against like three West Tosha Central defenders, so... A foul was kind of imminent there. The foul is called against Wyatt Anderson. That's his second. Panthers attacked the rim, last two possessions. And they're at the line twice, but got to make the free throws on now that you're here. Yeah, missed them both last time. So Deacon Bush going to get an opportunity to get on the board for the first time today. Misses the first off the front of the iron, just too short. Second for the Panthers, number five, Brandon Turner. 15.05 to play. It's a 21-point West Tosa Central lead. Deacon Bush again at the free throw line. Yeah, Jamie Kipp, the athletic director here for Watertown next yeah. to us. Hardest working man in the building today. No doubt he's got the musical tonight, I hear. Yes. To oversee. They didn't find out the game was going to be here until yesterday. Got to give Jamie credit. Yeah, Second free throw from Bush is good. 20-point lead now for West Tosa Central. 44-24. Top of the key, Anderson hands it off to Rose, gives him a screen. Rose works, gives it back to Anderson, pick and roll on the left side of the hoop. Up and good for Wyatt Anderson. Wyatt Anderson. 
Was, He's got seven now. That was set up by the nice uh, work by uh, Rose. Kesenik gives it to Brandon Kearns on the right wing. Kearns drives back to Kesenik in the left corner. He'll drive back to Kearns, left corner for three. No, just short off the left side of the rim. Rebounded by West Tosha Central. Anderson kicks it forward to Rose. Back to Griffin now. Griffin brings it across the 10-second line slowly. Working against Kesenik. Griffin bounce pass to Rose. Left wing. Rose gives it up. Mulholland back to Griffin now. Griffin on the left side of the court gets a screen from Anderson. He'll drive the baseline. Reverse layup oh, up and good wow. for Devin Griffin. That's a great play there by the senior Devin Griffin. 48-24. They've got him doubled up now. 13.45 to play, and Oregon just turned the ball over again. Mulholland with nobody there, up and no good, missed it. Rose follows it up, though, as he falls to the floor. Put an exclamation point on that one. It's 50-24. to Kessenich will try a three on the other side. Gets it to fall. His first bucket of the night here in his first minutes. Still a 23-point Falcon lead, 50-27. As Jack Rose... The Southern Lakes Conference Player of the Year kicks it left side for Griffin. Griffin gives it back to Rose on the right wing. He'll drive baseline, pulls up just outside the block for a nice two-point shot. Excellent jumper. We've been able to see him. He can score at any level. And that's 6-4, nice elevation on his jumper. He's amazing, guys. Turn around one-handed. Haven't seen a dunk from him yet. That's about the only thing we haven't yeah, seen. Yeah, he's done it all. He's got 16 points. Wow. Timeout taken on the floor for Oregon as they got to chat them things over. Or excuse me, this is actually a West Tosha Central, Central timeout. 52-27. It's a 25-point lead. Nobody plans on getting injured, but when you do, you need help to get back on track. That's why Stoughton Health has rehab locations in Stoughton and Oregon, so it's convenient for your recovery. You can learn more at StoughtonHealth.com. Stoughton Health creating excellence together. 12.59 to play. It's 52-27. West Tosha Central leads Oregon in this sectional final. It's a good timeout right there for West Tosha Central. You got a 25-point lead. And a reminder, we don't need, you know, rust shots. We don't need three-pointers. We need to work the offense, look for a layup, try to attack the rim, get to the free-throw line, and run clock right now. The Time's the biggest enemy for Oregon. You don't want to freeze the ball and get out of what you're doing, but this is not a time just to rush shots and hurry up out there. If you can get a fast break, attack the rim, go for it. Otherwise, set up your offense and be patient. 52-27 the score. Oregon with the basketball. Needs, needs to get back into this one quick, Dennis, if they want any chance at all to head to the Cole Center next week. That's where you need to attack the rim, but you're, you get extra points for shooting threes. But usually if you miss, you're one and done. Miles underneath, pump fakes, gets fouled on his way up. They're attacking the room a lot better here in the second half. They've only got seven points in the second half, though, Dennis. Yep. Well, that's what happens when you miss three or four free throws. You get the line yeah. twice. West Tosa Central outscoring Oregon 17 to seven in the second half as Miles misses his first. Now one of five from the line here in the second half, uh, Panthers. Second up, no good again. Make it one of six. Rattles off the left side of the rim. 
West Tosa Central. Jack Rose grabs the rebound, and he'll slow down the tempo as he brings it up the court. Now past the 10-second line. Gets a screen right. Working against Kearns now on a switch. Rose kicks it left corner. Here's a three-point attempt for Kinsler. He misses that one. Rebounded by Oregon. Here comes Ryan Panzer sprinting down the court. Splits two defenders. Goes up strong on the left side. Up and in off the glass. He's got 11 points now. His first points in the second half with 12.15 to play. Gets a block shot on one end. Comes back and gets the layup on the other. Rose finds Garth on the right wing. Garth. Swinging his elbows, waiting for a pass. Stolen away. Here comes Brandon Kearns. A tough layup on the right side is good. It's down to a 21-point lead once again as Brandon Kearns scores his first points of the day. Nice steal and fast break layup. Garth working against Miles on the left wing. Drives. Lost the ball as it goes out of bounds. Oregon will get the basketball back. Down 21 points, but there's still 11.45 to play. Plenty of time. The fat lady ain't singing yet, right, Dennis? Nope. Warming up in the bullpen, but not singing yet. <laughs> Left wing now, Panzer. Hands it off Brockman, top of the key. Back to Panzer. Panzer kicks it right side for Kearns, who drives left hand up. Oh, and he's fouled on the ground. This foul goes against Alex Sippy. That is his first of the night. Inbound to Miles, long three, just shot it way overboard as he caught it in the corner looking for a quick three on the inbound play, but just way overshot it. So the ball goes back to West Tosa Central now with a 21-point lead and over 11 minutes to play. Oh, looks for a backdoor cut for Jack Rose, taken away by Miles. Miles, stolen away by Griffin now. Turnover on turnover on turnover here. Good steal, and do we have a foul call? Yes, we do. On Miles, trying to get the ball back. That's his second. Oregon fouls number 23. Evan Miles is second, the team second. Yeah, 11-08 here to go. Five fouls on uh, Wisconsin Central. So uh, get to the line. Bonus, stop the clock and make some free throws here. Panthers are hanging on for dear life. Griffin controls left wing, kind of trying to direct traffic. You can see he didn't get exactly what he wanted as he handed it off to Wyatt Anderson, top of the key. Whoa. Jack Rose tried to drive, and he's called for a travel as he just lost control there. Travel, lost ball, you name it. It was a bunch of turnovers combined into one there. How many turnovers do we have in this game? Well, we were 12 at halftime for Oregon, and uh, Central it was about half that in the first half. I think they had seven in the first half, but... It seemed to come in flurries where they go back and forth. We get two two at a time here. I'd be willing to bet we have over 30 turnovers in this game. Uh, by the, what's happened here in the second half, yes. And almost another one there is Evan Miles lost his dribble at the free throw line, picks it up and passes outside to Bush, who drives the lane on the left side, puts it off the glass, misses There's the shot. The Offensive rebound there for Oregon, but a foul called again on Miles. And you can hear the Oregon faithful not happy with that call at all. The Oregon follows number 23, Emmett Miles, his third, the team's third. Got, got tangled up there. 
and Chris Siebert is just letting the referees hear it. He is not happy with that call. Ah, he's a competitor. He's going to get his money's worth for his kids. Excellent young coach in his fourth year with the Panthers. Baraboo grad. Uh, he knows about the Badger Conference. Actually, I think uh, at one point they were Baraboo was might have been the South Central when he was playing. Offensive foul called on West Tosha Central. They were playing a little bit of basketball, using some screens outside the arc, and an offensive foul call. Again goes against Sippy. That's his second now here in the second half, second overall. Clock stops at exactly 10 minutes to play. 52-31. West Tosas Central in front of Oregon. 52-31. 21-point game. Panthers now in the bonus. Uh, Got to keep attacking the rim here. Done a lot better job here in the second half than the first half. Brockman thought about a three on the right wing. Didn't pull the trigger, though, as he hands it back off to Ryan Panzer. Panzer goes back to Brockman. Pump fake on the left wing. Now right corner for Bush. Bush brings the top of the key. Bounce pass inside for Schenecker. Schenecker backs down. Garth puts up a shot and is fouled. Foul and Garth seven. is saying, my hands were straight up. How is that a foul? That's his third. Actually, his fourth. Excuse me, his fourth. Number four. Wow. That's a big one. So Kenny Garth will check out. And Oregon now in a single bonus. Schenecker misses his first free throw. Makes them, what, one of seven here in the second half? Second half as a team, right. And the second yeah, is go. finally good there for Casey Schenecker, who's got nine points now. 20-point game yet, 52-32, with nine and a half minutes to go. Griffin brings it up for West Tosha Central. Stolen away by Panzer, balls loose, picked back up by Griffin, kicks it over to Rose on the left wing. Back to Griffin now, top of the key. Says, my bad, as he sets things back up. And then he's fouled by Panzer. It's Panzer's first foul of the night. The fourth on Oregon, who trail by 20 points with 9.17 to go. Now we had nine fouls in the uh, whole first half. We're at 11 here. <laughs> We're barely just sh shy of half the second half being played. So we're going to spend some time at the free throw line down the stretch here. Yeah. Now I want to get your money's worth. It was only a, about a 30-minute first half here. We're done pretty quickly. Double team here. Yep. Double the ball, trying to, trying to force turnovers. Yeah, and here's Devin Griffin working against the zone. Kicks it right corner for Sippy. Sippy splits two defenders. Bounce pass underneath. Up and good for Wyatt Anderson. That was a great play. Anderson's got nine points in the second half, 11 overall. Pans are going to drive. Kicks it back out. Brockman will drive now. He's on the left side of the paint. Bounce pass underneath for Bush. Up and good on the right side. He was looking for a foul on an and one. But he got the bucket nonetheless. Three Look, points here in the second half. Looking forward to Bush 40 points against MG early in the season. Hard to believe that was his first field goal of the game. Sippy works at right wing. Kicks it back top of the key. Griffin now kicks left corner for Rose. Rose for three. Yes. Jack Rose with a killer three-pointer. That puts him at 19 points overall. Panzer looking to respond on the other end. Doesn't get it to go. And that's rebounded by West Tosha Central. Eight minutes to go. 
as Griffin slowly brings it up, kicks it across the 10-second line for Anderson, who hands it back to Griffin at the way center court. Underneath, wide open. Anderson is wide open underneath. They just find him there. He puts it up and in. That's what he does. Rebounds, gets the easy baskets. Moves and, very well without the ball. And Dennis, just like that, with a blink of an eye, the lead's back to 25. 59-34 as West Tosa Central looking to get back to state for only the second time in school history. They were there in 2018 when they lost to the eventual state champion, Kakana, in the Division II state semifinals. There were some great games at state back in 2018, Dennis. That was a great year for high school hopes. Hard to believe uh, four years and what's happened in the last four years. Not having games for two years there. Tell you now, uh, good, good use of timeouts for yeah. uh, for Central here. Remember what got us here. Remember we got this lead. Don't get let it, it slip. Up. Do not let it slip. Whatever you do, don't let it slip. It's got to be what James Heilberg, the head coach, is saying. Well, what I'm saying is I'm a little hungry, and I think I need to make a stop at our local Pizza Pit, one of area locations, because for over 50 years, Pizza Pit has been delivering fast, fresh, and hot pizza to the Madison area. But Pizza Pit isn't just pizza. They've served breadsticks, pizza fries, wings, zeros, and sandwiches. With eight area locations, you can't go wrong. Now, Pizza Pit even easier to order on the Pizza Pit app, which you can download today. And don't forget the cookies. Or the ice cream. That's at Pizza Pit, Ooh. eight area locations. That sounds good right now, doesn't it, Dennis? Chocolate shop ice cream is just awesome. <laughs> I could go for a chocolate malt about right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shenecker going to drive from the left wing, brings it back out, kicks it to Brockman. Now we're in the right corner. Push. Deacon push for three, yes. Big shot there, cuts the lead to 22, 59-37, seven and a half to play. Push showing why he can score. Two field goals here in the second half, now six points. Griffin can't get it over the center line, finally finds Sippy on the left wing, who's just going to drive all the oh, way to the yeah. basket. Take a walk down the freeway, Alex Sippy, because it's wide freaking open, 61-37. Stolen away on the other end. Here comes Wyatt Anderson. Stolen back by Brockman. Brockman kicks it forward for Bush. Three on one. Oregon opportunity as Schenecker gets a pass and puts it up and in. Schenecker's up to 11 points on the day. Griffin brings it up. Sippy over the half court line now. Kicks it into the corner for Anderson. Back up for Sippy. Sippy on the left side of the court using the right hand. Works it into the lane right. once again, yeah. up and good. Alex Sippy. I think Alex Sippy has this press figured out. And the bank is open. Nice use of the glass. Other side. Brandon Kearns hits a three-point field goal. His second bucket of the night. He's got five points. Still a 21-point lead for West Tosa Central, though. 63-42. It's been all Falcons in this one today. Oh, they looked underneath for a pass. Anderson finally came up with it, and then oh. he called for a charge. Yeah, he's been living off those uh, layups there. This time he couldn't, couldn't wasn't be patient enough. Picked up that third foul, the offensive foul. That's foul three for number 33. 63-42 the score. Here's a three-point field goal attempt for Brockman. On the Oregon offensive side, he misses that. A rebound there by Michael Mulholland and a foul called after that. Uh, 
believe it's on Schenecker. It is. It is his third foul. So just something to keep an eye on. Casey Schenecker with three. Evan Miles with three. And on the West Tosha Central side, Kenny Garth has four. He's been on the bench for quite some time now. Yeah, they got a 20-point lead. Don't want to fall out. That should be bringing him back shortly. Five, under the six-minute mark now. Here's Sippy. Once again drives. Puts up a floater. Doesn't make it, but a late whistle blown. Good staying on the shot. Wow. It's just a late call. Yeah. That makes Miles fourth foul. That was a really late whistle. And that's, uh, that's what Chris Siebert saying to the referee as they have a conversation on the Oregon sideline. First free throws up and good for Sippy. Hey, five points off the bench here in the second half. Seven overall. Doing his job. And the second from Sippy, just a bit short. Offensive rebound by Mulholland. Puts up another layup there, doesn't go. A jump ball called. Possession stays with West Tosa Central. Sippy right in the middle of that. Not a deep bench, just Sippy and Kinsler, only two players that have come off the bench here for Central, but very effective. And now a timeout called. Looks like there be an Oregon timeout. And the BS chance have started again. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Zimbra Honda's presentation of Prep Mania. This is Derek Engler. You're listening to a Good Karma Brands radio station, 100.5 ESPN WTLX Monona, Madison. Give me back to Watertown High School sectional final basketball as West Tosha Central. Leading Oregon here late in the second half, 64-42, 5.39 to play. Alex Strofe, Dennis Semrau hanging out with you live from Watertown High School as it's looking more and more clear that West Tosa Central will be headed to the Cole Center next week, assuming they can hang on to this 22-point lead for the last six minutes. I don't see a problem with that, but, hey, stranger things have happened. Anytime you got the three ball, and if you don't take care of it, through that, things can swing very quickly. So you saw with that 23-0 run spanning the first and second half for Central. Games are a series of runs. It's how long can you make yours and how short can you make your opponents. And that long one was a marathon today. True that, Dennis. True that. And then there was well, actually then we had that six-minute gap in the first half where just a couple of free throws was all Oregon could muster. Alex Sippy, right wing, drives all the way to the rack, up and good. Oh, what a baby, move that was, and one. What a move by Alex Sippy. Part gymnast there, the contortionist, how he, how he got around that. That's what they call in the business circus shot, Dennis. It was. That's a horse shot. That was in, amazing. Can you make that? No, I don't think I can make no, that one. He, he, he was in the air from well over the block into the rim and just somehow constructed it as he sinks the free throw. That was amazing by Alex Sippy. He's got eight points here in the second half, ten overall. Ryan Panzer kicks it right corner now for Oregon's offense. Miles hands it off to Schenecker. Schenecker going to work inside to Miles. Miles spins around a foul called there as he got the pass in between Anderson and Mulholland. The Michael Mulholland will be the Line shooting one and one for the Panthers. 
the one the foul was called on. That's actually his first of the game. He was the only starter for either side to not have a foul yet. And from now on, we'll be shooting two for Oregon the rest of the way. As Miles makes the first here in their final one and one. So we will be shooting two the rest of the way. You're absolutely correct. Miles with seven points now for Oregon. 67-43 the score with 5.21 to play. Second shot for Miles, no good. High rebound, rebounded by Miles. Got his own rebound there. Hands it over to Panzer. Panzer kicks it to Bush on the right wing for three. Doesn't go. Offensive rebound, Schenecker. Schenecker goes up with it, and a whistle called jump ball will stay with Oregon. And look who's back into the mix of things here for West Host of Central. Kenny Garth has checked back in, as has Brandon Kearns for Oregon. We're shooting free throws the rest of the way here. Double bonus for Oregon, so we could get some stoppages here. But uh, that's a good time, five minutes to get uh, Garth back in the game. Nine points. If he gets one point, though, that'll give, be the fifth player in double figures. Inbound to Schenecker in the left corner. Pump fake, drives, puts it off the glass, misses. Rebounded by Garth. And Garth just stands still on the opposite block, waiting for some direction. Hands it off to Griffin now. Griffin, got to get past the 10-second line here, buddy. You're running out of time. Now he does. Working against Panzer, top of the key. Takes it left side, hands it in the left corner to Garth. Garth pulls it back out, way outside. Four corners now. About nine feet above the arc. Spreading the floor, five minutes to go. Now just work on your delay. Layups and free throws, that's all they should be going for. Griffin in the corner now, pulls it back out again. Kind of faked a three over there. Gives it to Sippy in the corner. Sippy using the right hand here as we go under four and a half minutes. 67-43 your score. Sippy drives the lane and is fouled once again. He has got some of the longest steps for a guard that I've seen. Yeah. He gets that first step and it's like, whoa, elevation. Yeah. And that's it for Schenecker. Yep. Casey Schenecker with his fifth foul. He's only a junior, so Casey Schenecker will be back next year, but that will do it likely for his season, as it's still a 24-point hole for Oregon. Fouls out with 11 points. Sippy's free throw, first one is no good, rattles out. Tough break there for Alex Sippy. Was looking to make it a 25-point West Tosha Central lead. And believe it or not, some of the fans starting to clear out of here. Wow. 4.21 to go. Second free throw from Sippy is good, which makes it a 25-point advantage for the Falcons. 68-43. As Pans are going to throw up a float around the other end. Can't get it to fall. Rebound. Oh, there we go. Panthers came away with it, but unable to convert the shot. Tackle. It was Brady Taylor, the senior, who has checked in for the first time. I came away with it, then a late foul called. So we're shooting free throws. It's Brady Taylor's first foul of the day. As I just said, he just checked in for the first time. Well, missed the shot, but gets his name in the scorebook anyway. There you go. A foul does count for it. First free throw from Devin Griffin is up and good. So he'll shoot a second. It's 69 to 43 with 4.08 to play. And West Hosha Central doesn't have anybody at the free throw block. They're all in the backcourt just waiting to play some defense. 
Second free throw good for Devin, for Devin Griffin. Makes it 70-43, a 27-point lead for West Tosa Central. 18 points for Griffin now. Back to work for the Oregon offense. Kearns drives, lost the basketball, late foul called. Whistle blown. Who, me? <laughs> turn around. Uh, that's uh, Anderson. Yes, you. <laughs> yes, you. Fourth foul here for Anderson. So Garth and Anderson, both the two starters with four fouls. And Brandon Kearns at the line, shooting two. As Dennis mentioned, we are in the double bonus for Oregon. Facing a 27-point deficit. Misses the first. Rattled off the back iron. Three of 11 now in the second half for the Panthers. Not the free throw shooting contributed to the 27-point uh, uh, deficit. Missed oh, them both. Oh, my goodness. Missed them both. Still a 27-point lead. Four minutes to play. Garth is wide open on the left wing. Going to drive. Goes up and travel. Travel oh. call. He didn't dribble quick enough. His feet were moving too fast. He had his eyes on the rim uh, going in for a dunk. Forgot to put the ball on the, on the uh, yeah. court. Oops. Sure did. Whoopsies. 3.50 to play. Still a 27-point lead. I think they're all right. That's a teaching moment, but uh, better with 27 points up than down. Taylor on the right wing controls. Kicks it left wing now for Brockman. Brockman bounce pass inside to Panzer. Pulls it back outside the three-pointer. Kicks it right side. Here's a three-point attempt for Kearns. That one's short. Rebounded by Alex Sippy. Kicks it forward. Jack Rose on the left wing, just hanging on to the ball. West Hosha Central said hold for one shot. Their coach just said hold for one shot. Three minutes and 20 seconds on the clock. So they're just going to hold. He's going to bring in some of the substitutions, it looks like. Yeah. Spread the floor. And there's the foul. And Kearns called for a foul, so Garth will go to the free throw line. Oregon fouls number five, Brandon Kearns is second, the team's tenth. The line shooting two for the Falcons, Kenny Garth. His uh, first time at the line. Needs one here to uh, make it ten. his teammates, double figures. And he does, makes the first. Had nine points in the first half. Scoreless here in the second half until that first free throw. Gotta love the... Uh, and some of the bench checking in for both teams here. For West Tosa Central into the game, number 42, Jacob Simmons, six-foot senior. And for Oregon... Bryce Kearns in for the first time, as well as Henry Wink. Wink kicks the top of the key. Oh, boy, it's just a free ball as it goes out of bounds. Last one to touch it was Simmons of West Tosa Central, so it'll stay with Oregon. Checking back in is Billy McCorkle for Oregon, as Deacon Bush is checked out for the final time as an Oregon Panther. He gets a standing ovation from the dedicated Oregon faithful. And Nate Smothers checking in for West Tosa Central. It's 71-43 with 2.52 to play. 
So some of the bench going to come in here for West Hostess Central and James Heilberg, the head coach. Heading back to state for the second time here in his seventh year. They were there in 2018. They'll be back in 2022. Ryan Panzer has just checked out for Oregon. One of the best players that school's seen in a while. Ryan Panzer averaged 19 points a game here in his senior season. And he goes out with 11 here in his final game. Good for Ryan Panzer. There you go. Three minutes. Great uh, playing time for these kids, especially the returnings for next year. Here's a three-point shot for McCorkle from the left corner. That doesn't go. And we're back to West Tosa Central direction. Controlling the basketball is Ian Witt, who's going to drive all the way to the rack on the right, left side. Puts it off the oh. glass, doesn't go. But Kearns, Bryce Kearns, that is, re rebounded the ball, but his left foot was out of bounds. Yep. He was up, trying to come back in, and can't do that. No, you cannot. That is not how basketball works. Inbound here for West Tosha Central on the right wing is Witt. Witt looking inside, kicks it back top of the key, Simmons. Simmons using his right hand to dribble past his defender all the way into the rim, puts it up, underhand, doesn't go. Offensive rebound, though, got his own miss. Going to go back up with it with the right hand up and good. And the crowd goes wild as Simmons is on the board for the first time. You hear a lot of cheers now anytime one of the reserves gets a chance to score and does. Here's a three-point attempt on the Oregon side of things. How about that for Eric Patterson, the junior? So he's on the board for the first time with a Oregon triple. 73-46, under two minutes to go. Left corner, driving, kicking is Troy, Tony Weagle. Weagle to Simmons. He drives, gets his own miss again as he put it off too high. <laughs> Puts it back up off the glass, misses again, rebounded by Witt who goes up with it, and he's finally fouled. He'll shoot two free throws. So Witt will shoot two here with 126 to play as West Tosa Central is going to head back to state. Witt's first up and rattles out. Falls no good. Remains 73 46. Brady Taylor, the senior, has checked out for the final time. Henry Wink, a senior, has checked out for the final time. Yep, Oregon's pretty much, I think, got everybody in. One guy left at the scorer's table. And the second free throw from Witt is good. Also in for the Panthers, 22, Cameron Gates. Well, you can hear the standing ovation for all the seniors who have checked out of the game here for Oregon for one final time. As West Tosa Central hanging on to a 28-point lead, 74-46 here in this sectional final. A 23-0 run between the first and second halves for West Tosa Central busted this thing wide open. 
Here's Ian Witt underneath, up and good, but I believe the foul is before the shot. A minute 11 to go. 28-point lead, could make it 30. Could Ian Witt here with two free throws. First is up and good for Witt. He's got two points now, two free throws. Looking to make it three with a third. Uh, basically the eighth man for the team this season. Didn't need him much early. They just went with solid seven. Yeah. Sensational seven, five and double figures for the Falcons today. Second from Witt is up. No good. Just falls out on the left side. So it remains 29-point lead, 75-46. Stolen away here for West Tosa Central. All the way to the rack, up and good for Elijah Griffin, the younger brother of Devin Griffin, the star point guard. Here's a drive for Oregon, a foul called as Eric Patterson drove the lane. He was West Central foul number 40, Alan his first. So Eric Patterson will shoot two free throws. He's got a three in the scorebook already, and now he's got a free throw down onto it. Fifty-two seconds to play, 77-47. Patterson looking to bring it down to 29 here with a second free throw. And he does as it falls in. He's got five points. 50 seconds to go. Griffin brings it up. That would be Elijah Griffin, the freshman. Top of the key is where he controls. Crosses over between the legs. Pulls up for a long jumper. Sinks it. Wow, that was nice. Back the other way now. And stolen away once again for Witt. Witt gives it over to Griffin. No. Batted away. Witt picks it back up. Goes up with it on the right side. Doesn't fall. Rebounded here by Patterson with 21 seconds to go. He's at the top of the key. Kicks a right wing, a three-point attempt for Cameron Gates. Doesn't fall. Goes back to Gates, though. He kicks it right corner. Here's a drive on the baseline. Back out here on the right wing for Kreckman, and the ball will fall out of bounds into the West Tosa Central fan section with six seconds to play. It is West Tosa Central ball. He said thanks for the pass, but you should have taken the shot. <laughs> right. Kind of went awry. 79-48, and for the second time in school history, West Tosa Central is headed to the Cole Center to battle for a gold ball. Oregon season comes to an end. They won 16 in a row coming into this one. But they fall today in a sectional final to the sectional champion, West Tosha Central Falcons. Your final score, 79 to 48. Nine players got the score for uh, Central today. Nice to see some guys come off the bench. 19 there for Jack Rose, though. Everything that he was cracked up to be. Did not four shots. But uh, it was more than Jack Rose, the leading scorer. Anytime you can get five guys in double figures, you really got to love that balance. Yeah. And uh, that uh, causes some problems. Now whoever draws uh, Central tomorrow, there will be a reseeding of the four teams to get to state. 
And uh, interesting to see uh, where they could be seated here with a 25-2 uh, record. They played some pretty good competition uh, during the season. Uh, it was at the uh, two losses were to uh, Pewaukee, which we're expecting to see back at state. We will see back at state. Uh, they, uh, that is a, that's, uh, that's an official. All that right. is an official. Uh, they lost to uh, Pewaukee 79-35 back on January 15th. Also lost to the Division I Racine Case early in the year. But they knocked off St. Catharines and Kenosha St. Joe's that had been ranked. Uh, beat Milton twice during the regular season. And uh, it's a very good uh, games against some other D1 teams on their schedule, too. So outstanding uh, season for Central. They get live to play at least one more day. They sure will. They'll play on Thursday in a Division II semifinal. We will see who they play. Friday, Friday in a Division Friday. II semifinal. We're not sure me. if it'll be the first of the afternoon or the second. Depends on the seating. Correct. Well, the trophy presentation underway here at Watertown High School is Oregon going to get their sectional runner-up medals and plaque. As uh, West Tosha Central wins tonight, 79-48. They'll head to the Cool Center next week. We'll wrap it up next. This is Imbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania, 100.5 ESPN, the ESPN app, and Wisconsin on demand. My sweet summer's gone, and on my mission made it clear, lipstick can be wrong. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're in the market for a new or used Honda, you can visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or check current inventory at Zimbraconda.com. This is Zimbraconda's presentation of Prep Mania live from Watertown High School. Your final today, West Tosha Central 79, Oregon 48 as the West Tosa Central Falcons are headed back to state for the second time in school history next week in Division 2. Some other finals from the area before we get the final haul uh, from this game here in Watertown. A Division 2 final, Pewaukee headed to state. They beat Wisconsin Lutheran 82-65. In Division 1, Brookfield East top Sun Prairie, a final of 72-61. to Brookfield East headed to Brook state. Brookfield Central. Brookfield Central. Central. They beat East earlier this week. Excuse me. Brookfield Central, 72. Sun Prairie, 61. Uh, Sun Prairie beat Brookfield East, East last, last Saturday. Saturday. That's right, yep. The Beast. Uh, the Beast. Remember? Elsewhere in high school hoops. Division 4, Marshall over Luther, 64-45. Marshall headed to the Colt Center next week. In Division 1, the best team in the state, maybe? Nina headed back to state, 62-47 over Eau Claire Memorial. I'm excited to see Nina next week, Dennis. I got to tell you, that team's damn good. Yeah, that's uh, one of those ones we've been following all year long and been ranked and uh, top of the polls. So we'll see. As um, the, now we're cutting the nets. Yeah, down we're here. cutting the nets down here at Watertown High School. West Tosa Central headed to the Cole Center, the Final Four in Division Two. They win today by a final score, 79 to 48. Let's get to the final haul, which, of course, is always brought to you by Stoughton Trailers. There's big trailers and big opportunities at Stoughton Trailers. Stoughton Trailers has hundreds of immediate openings in Evansville, Stoughton, and Broadhead for first and second shift opportunities. They've also increased their starting wages to $18 per hour and up. For open positions, including assemblers, welders, and more, go to stojobs.com. That's S-T-O-Jobs.com. Stoughton Trailers, big trailers, big opportunities. 
Well, Dennis, the final haul. How did West Tosa's Central fail today? Fair today with their 79 points. Five double figures led by Jack Rose, their uh, leading scorer this season. He had ended up with 19, 18 for Devin Griffin, and 11 each for Wyatt Anderson. And Alex Sippy off the bench there with nine of his 11 in the second half. Ten points for uh, Kenny Garth. And then we had, uh, uh, let me see here. I think that's in every, if you guys in double in single digits, but that's it. Six, uh, five in double figures, though, when you look at it. 19, 18, 10, 11, 11. Doesn't get much more balanced than that. You want some points off the bench. Uh, John Kinsler normally hits a three or two, averages about five. Could not find the range today, but when Sippy came in, boy, he had some nice uh, open lanes to the basket. Uh, really attacked the rim well. And uh, this was just an overall outstanding performance, I think, for Central. You look at the defense, they're able to keep Oregon out of the paint pretty much the whole first half. And by the time that Oregon started attacking the rim, they were down by 20 in the second half. And yeah. then they could not get to the – they got to the free throw line but could not make their free throws. That made it a little tough. Yeah, it did. It sure did. As West Tosha Central continues to cut down the nets, Ian Witt's up there now cutting down his portion of the net. And one thing to think about, Elijah Griffin, yes. Devin Griffin, a senior guard, his brother, who's going to be a player next year, got four points down the, down the stretch there. Yeah, So it's good did. to see big brother and little brother get to share in this one. And then uh, Ian Witt came off the bench and had two points. And uh, also another player uh, that uh, got some minutes during the year, Jacob Simmons, the six-foot uh, forward. He got a bucket there in the second half. So 79 points and uh, outstanding offensive performance and defensive for Central. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Again, your final, West Tosa Central 79, Oregon 48. The Falcons headed back to state for the second time in school history, first time since 2000. 18 when they lost in a Division II semifinal to Kakana. They're hoping that, that that fate isn't the same this year as they're riding to the Cole Center on a 16-game winning streak. And they did an outstanding job on defense. Uh, held Ryan Panzer had three threes in the first half, a two in the second. He finishes with 11, and Casey Schenecker had 11 before he fouled out. Uh, Deacon Bush, who'd done an outstanding job, he, he really made... Uh, Jack Rose worked for all his points in the first half, but that took a little bit out of him and offensively. He ended up with six all in the second half. Seven points for Evan Miles. He'll be back next year. And then you look at uh, Brandon Kearns off the bench with five and uh, three for Drew Kesnick. And then uh, we also had uh, 24. Eric Patterson came in late, hit a three and a couple of free throws for five points to round out the scoring, but you're able to limit the leading scores. Uh, you know, Central came in, wanted to take care of the basketball, and for the most part did handle Oregon's pressure. They limited Oregon to uh, very few second and third shots in the first half, kept them out of the paint. No two-point field goals in the whole first half for Oregon, which that was a big factor in that game That, that uh, between the 1-3-1 zone and the 2-3 that they switched to. And then they had more of a matchup zone in the second half. It was just too much for the Panthers to overcome today. Sure was. 79-48 again, your final as West Tosha Central headed to the Cole Center next week. They're cutting down the last of the nets as the coaches are stepping up on the ladder to get their portion. One final time, I want to tell you about the great people over at Zimbraconda. For nearly 50 years, Zimbraconda has provided the Madison area with quality Honda vehicles. The trusted staff of Zimbraconda's used car dealership will save you time and reduce your car buying stress by finding the vehicle that matches your style. If you're looking for a new or used Honda, visit Zimbraconda in Madison today or head to Zimbraconda.com 
to search current inventory. That's ZimbrickHonda.com. Well, Dennis, that does it for the regular season in the playoffs. Next time you and I speak, we'll be at the Cole Center getting ready for some state basketball next week. Yep, four games on Thursday. We've got divisions three and four. Then on Friday, uh, two division five in the morning, division two in the afternoon, division one at night, and then we go five, four, three, two, one on Saturday. So, wow, <laughs> 15 games in three days. And uh, ESPN Madison will be there, 100.5. We Check sure will be. Yeah, we sure will be right here on 100.5 Friday and Saturday coverage pretty much all day. So looking forward to getting after it just up the road at the Kohl Center, but that will do it again for us today here at Watertown High School. Your final in a sectional final game, West Tosha Central 78-79, Oregon 48. Thanks to Hunter Vaughn for producing back at the Park Bank ESPN Madison Studios. For Dennis Semra, I'm Alex Strofe. Have a great rest of your Saturday.